church day. It's time to go to church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be in his presence. Glad to be in his house. today. Uh, we have spaces and openings around here, so must be, we must have people that's away. It's summertime, and so out of town, whatever, not here. Amen. But if you're a guest, we're just glad that you're here. We do make you. If you're not feel, you don't feel welcome by now, would you please leave? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Jovia, is this your, are you headed out of here? I don't know what to do about that. Are you going to California? You know that the big earthquake can happen. You know it's going to slide off. You know that, don't you? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> that thing going to slide off into the Pacific, headed toward Hawaii out there somewhere. Let me just tell you now, we don't want you to leave, all right? Just if that might help or not, I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I will say this to you, though. God's out there, but the devil's out there, too. Amen. So you can get lonely, and, and um, I said all that. I'm just being funny and trying to be silly. But, but um, you got a home love you mom and dad and all of you the first time we ever met you and you don't do bad when you hang, your, hang the mic to you so I'm a little you know hmm, a little taken back by that just a little bit but we'll, we'll, you know that's what you feel and you want to do that amen but but you gotta when it starts getting you know if it does I hope it's I hope that everything goes wonderful but if it doesn't you can always come home uh, keep the door open the lights on our prayers are with you Hallelujah. Amen. Don't forget we were nice to you. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Being nice goes a long way. It does to me. Hallelujah. Who ever heard of a Christian that wasn't friendly and nice? Hallelujah. And, and niceness goes beyond a smile or gesture. Amen. It's doing something. It's going out of your way to help and bless. Praise God. Amen. So, Jokia, we're praying for you. Hallelujah. Stay in touch. We do believe in prayer around here. So, and we'll be praying for mom and dad too. Praise God. Praise God. I've got a I've got a scripture here. But if I told you I was scattered, and y'all didn't let me preach last week, remember? So, so I preached double time this week. Oh yeah, double ties. You gotta pay twice. I'm kidding. Hallelujah. But there's a scripture Jesus spoke. In Luke, you don't have to turn there, but I'm just, uh, I just turned to make sure I had to write Luke, the fourth chapter and the 18th verse. When Jesus went into the temple, amen, and just began his ministry, this is where it started. And he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. When, 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 when you keep, when God says the scripture, I think that uh, somebody had, Brother uh, Thompson had up here, you know. When Jesus said, nobody's good but my Father. When he's talking about that, I, I'm a Jesus name, one God. It's all in Christ, preacher, just so you know, all right? 
I'll debate anybody that wants to debate about the Godhead, all right? Even though there's volumes that I've never read about the Godhead because they start explaining to you right away that nobody can understand it, all right? So I just close the book. Why am I reading a book or a volume from somebody explaining the Godhead who don't understand it themselves? So I don't do that, all right? Hallelujah. Amen. But when he's referring to his Father, it's the Spirit, not another person. When Jesus said, nobody's good but my Father, he meant the Spirit of God is good, but I'm in flesh. Remember, he was the God-man. It didn't mean Jesus wasn't good, but he's talking about flesh and spirit. Flesh and spirit, not God number two and God number one. Man has put the number one and number two persons. Actually, they've added the word persons. There's nowhere in the Bible that speaks of the Godhead and calls it persons because there's no persons. There's one person, that's God. One, all right? Just threw that in. I, I, I can't help it. Amen. It's in my, in my gut, in my spirit. It's a revelation from God. Amen. And so just threw that in for good measure. But he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he, ha- he has anointed me to preach good tidings. Amen. And he went on and talked about, you know, blessing people in hell. That, that, it's the anointing. But that, that part right there, I do like Brother Chad does. We could stop right there. Amen. And, and just the fact that he brought out that the spirit of the Lord was on him. The anointing of God was on him. This message will be a failure. This service will be a failure if we don't have the Spirit of the Lord on us and with us. This sermon would be a flop if God is not in it. We have to do that. We have to think that way because we'll, it'll just be another program. It'll just be a, some other, just some preacher babbling, amen, with some subject that might be important or may not be, but the Spirit of God it will make all of the difference in the world. Amen. So that's, I'm, I'm trying to point out that that has such value to it. We can't just think through this thing and be smart or wise and say, well, this is the way. No, 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 no. We have to, and we use the word pray through. We use that word pray through a lot. No other religion does that. You accept Christ believe on the Lord, you let the Lord in your heart, all kind of nice little pretty little cliches but we in Pentecost says man he prayed through to the Holy Ghost what do you pray, what are you talking about, prayed through carnality prayed through human reasoning see we are a part of God All right, this is not my sermon, I'm just throwing this out, amen, every one of us amen, we're made in the likeness of God And so we can think and we can reason. And that's good, but sometimes it's not so good when you're dealing with spiritual things. And so we just figure it all out. I'm going to tell you what else we can do. We can downplay and discount sin. Listen, folks, sins, whether they're mistakes or whether you do them on purpose, and they have a price tag hanging on. They have consequences. And we need to preach that and teach that like never before. You just go out and send somebody. I just go out and send, and I just repent over it. Well, you can do that, but there's a law of the harvest. Sometimes you mess around out there, and then there is a crop that's been planted, even though you're forgiven and you're on your way to heaven. But in this life, you're going to have to deal with some things. Your attitudes, your actions, 
got to deal with it. So that's what the church is about. We want to help you out here. Amen. So it's very, very important, amen, that we allow the Spirit in and let the Spirit, didn't the Bible say the Spirit leads and guides us into all truth? What about people that don't, just don't even think about the leading of the Spirit? I'm going to come to church. I'll get my little lesson. I'll just see what the preacher preaches or don't preach, and, and then I'll just be on my because I got all of this. But you know what God does, and we preach about it often. Amen. God lets us fall in the ditch. I pity the person that never gets to fall in the ditch. Because you know what? They just got it all together. They just got they Mr. Perfect or Mr. You know, know it all. And you know, no, no, no. They just got it. Just no, 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 no. God let me fall in the ditch. Let me get sick. Let me get down and out. Let me not know which way to turn. Because here's what it does. It causes me to call on the Lord. Hallelujah. It causes me to cry out to God. There's some folks that seem like they never have any trouble. They never have any problems. So they guess what? They never cry out to God. It bothers me to see a person who never, and, I, and especially men. I don't want to be around a guy who just cries all the time. Just weep. I don't want to be around that. But to, to block that out and to never weep. I've had ministers that helped us and worked with us here. And I, I, I don't want to be an outward person just like looking on the outward all the time. But if I never see a man get broken, I'm not talking about every day, every week. But once in a while, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of brokenness moves in a prayer time moves in a worship service it, I, I, I ought to be able to preach good enough and we ought to be able to preach good enough to bring tears but a guy that's always got it together it bothers me because if you're never broken you're never going to cry out to God never going to really submit to God just, just want you to think about that the person that's always oh I'm, I'm good how you doing oh I'm fine oh I'm good always good no, that's not good. That's dangerous. Now I'm going to give my text. Praise God. Thank you all for standing. What a beautiful church. What a wonderful place to be. Thank you all for allowing me to be your bishop. Hallelujah. Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse 13. I've been all over this, and I'm trusting, as you know by now, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us, and the Lord can speak to us and lead us. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ strengthens me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me hallelujah this is a very powerful word from God I think it deserves to be understood amen I will tell you now I just it goes without saying that I think that probably we're guilty as almost as some but I'm thinking that this scripture has been taken out of context somewhat to make us think that we can just decide or think big and just go do whatever we want. That's not what it means. Maybe get into that in just a little bit. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's just thank the Lord for what he's about to say to us. Help us receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need your anointing. We need the moving of your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Yeah, some believe that, and I'm, and, and I'm sure they teach, that you can just do anything you want to. But, 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 but 
you can, or, or either you can be anything that you want. I, I, I just don't feel like that that is what Paul was actually saying. I believe he's saying that with God's help, without going into great detail, but just maybe you may want to study this a little deeper. Amen. He is saying that with God's help, I'll go where he wants me to go. I'll be what he wants me to be and do what he wants me to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, it takes a servant's heart. We can preach a whole sermon, teach a whole list of lessons on that. Amen. It takes a servant's heart to fully get what Paul was preaching here. It takes a surrendered heart. It takes a giving up, a giving in. Amen. And none of us want to surrender. None of us want to give up. We're taught in our in this country, amen, that we're to be number one and we're to be leaders and not followers. And, it, 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 you know, nobody, nobody wants to be a follower, just a follower, all right? We don't, all right? Maybe a few around, but mostly for the most part, amen. Just one verse before our text, verse 12. I know, and we're talking about being a base. Now, I'll confess to you, our human, men, men are worse than women on this, all right? It, it, something rises up about, surrendering and about giving in and about submitting. We don't want to do that. But the Bible is chock full of this message right here. From one end to the scripture of the scripture to the other. All right? Amen. But he said Paul said, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. In other words, there are times that you just surrender. There's times you just shut up. You don't talk back. You just let it go, all right? You just turn the other cheek, amen? You just deal with it the best that you can, all right? That is not in our name. I'm talking to us about how to get on, amen, you know, the gravy train here. I'm talking about with my selfishness how God will bless us. You want to break into the blessings of God, the supernatural things of God, amen, surrender, amen, and being humble, amen. It is key to this because you can put your chin up in the air and have it all figured out, amen, know everything about everything, and God will just let you do that minus the blessing, amen. But the, but, but the meek shall inherit the earth. Who are they? Those who claim no rights of their own, all right? Those who won't fuss with you, fight with you. I brought it up here, here a while back. My wife is probably the absolute best example I can use. You know, my family, we came up, you know, just fighting and cussing and, you know, just don't cross me, don't hit me because I'll hit you back. And I don't know, that's just how, it's just how it can. But, but when I'm married into my wife's family, they were gentle people, and, and I would cross up with my wife, and I'd want a good argument with her, but my wife would just close up, would not say, how you going to fight with that? <laughs> Amen. How you going to do that? But see, that's how the world does. You know, it takes two to tango. You got two kids. Our kids used to fuss and fight in the back seat. He's touching me. He's touching me. And then it gets down to he's looking at me. He's looking at me. You know? Now, you got one kid doing that. You got problems. All right? He's touching me. He's, you know. 
Hey. You got real problems. You got one kid doing that. But we had three stuck in the back seat. You had plenty of room for all of that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me just line you all up here and just spank all of you. Hallelujah. I used to try to explain to my dad how he'd have the belt. Oh, he had a belt. I could feel it. It, it, it. I can hear that sound, and it sends chills. That's back when spankings and whippings, we, you know, we didn't call it spanking. It was a, it, in fact, if you really want to get down to it, it was a whooping. It wasn't whipping either. It was a whooping. All right? And everybody, they, yeah, yeah, you know, he needs it. Yeah, he, he waited too long almost for that one. You know, but those be- that big wide belt coming out of those loops, you could hear that certain sound. <laughs> no matter what I was doing, because I knew what that meant. I never did learn how to like that or appreciate that. And he wouldn't mess around either. And now, now y'all know what my problem is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. I learned how to respect my dad through all of that. Now, my mom would grab a shoe or anything because she was just like emotion, but he wouldn't take his time. Like, okay, meet me in, the, meet me in that bedroom back there. Oh, I don't want to go to the bedroom. <laughs> it was all planned out. It was all intentional. It was all on purpose. My dad's baby brother, he had two sons. I don't know why I'm off on this. I told you all I was scattered. And they were close to our age, and we'd go stay with them. He would take his big, long belt off, and he would let us run by. All right, it was a big game to him. It was fun. And I remember going, you know, you're in a corner somewhere, and you can't get out. You got one way to go through there, and he had his belt all ready to go. Come on. And he'd only get one lick, but it, would, it, would, it was a lick, I'm telling you. He was a big guy. Amen. I remember going by there, I mean, just fast as I could, but I couldn't get away from that belt. And it was just the funniest thing to him. Amen. Training, growing up in the 50s and 60s. Amen. It was a deal. And it, it did probably mess me up a little bit. I've always said it didn't bother me, bother me, bother me. But it probably did. Hallelujah. Praise God. But, but that helped us with our surrendering. It helped us with our respect. And I hear Sister Melissa telling our granddaughter, saying, say, yes, ma'am. Or yes, sir. Now, that's not a slave thing. I don't understand the black community got that. That's like a, no, 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 no. That's a respect thing. That's a, that's a respect. I respect my elders. And, and, and you know, young, we got wonderful young people here. And I'm not requiring sir and ma'am and yes, sir. And I'm not, I'm not requiring that here. But I'm just going to say, amen. I know where we are. But I'm just going to say, it wouldn't hurt us to show respect. Amen. The Bible says, honor your elders. Amen. Honor your father and your mother. And, and so I, in the last days, the Bible talked about people dishonoring their, mo- their mom and their dad. You know, my mom said, you know, if you honor your mother, the Bible says you're going to live long. And what she meant by this, like you may have a short life if you don't honor me right now. And I'm going to help that along a little bit. And I'd say, yes, ma'am. You know? You know, I mean, just throw this in right now. I don't know who you and I do this once in a while, and I am scattered here just a little bit. My job, one of my job descriptions is to bless you and help you and protect you. And, and, and some of y'all, I get, you get a little bothered when I get off on politics. I don't mean to do that to tell anybody how to vote. I don't care, okay, because we go past the governor 
and the prayers of the elect. We know that our good things and our blessings come from God, all right? You vote whoever you want by your conscience. And so that, that's not what I'm promoting here. Amen. Amen. I, I, I want to help you and save you, but we see people fighting with the police officers. And, I, you know, I watch clips every once in a while and see, you know, say, something's on, you need to see this. You know, and I say, you know, and I'm thinking the first thing, you may get shoved around if a cop stops you and pushes you. You may push you and they may hurt your hands when he, if he does that. Listen, but let me tell you how to do that. Do not, I'm, and again, I'm trying to help, and I'm not for the police every time. They got police, their badge weighs 40 pounds. And they wear a gun. And that should tell us something right there. You know, I don't want to get in a fight with a guy who has a gun. That's just good common sense. Whoever's telling our young people to fight against the police officers and fighting it, that is bad advice. You fight the cop when you get in front of the judge and maybe with a lawyer. Don't do it on the side of the road or on the street. If they tell you to stop, just stop. If they tell you to put your hands up, lean against the cut, just do that, all right? You are less likely to be hurt or thrown in jail if you submit to that authority. It's not the person, even though he thinks sometimes he is the authority, it's the authority of the city of Baltimore, it's the authority of the state of Maryland or whatever state you're in, it's the authority. And that's bigger than one person. He has, he has all kind of people behind him. So I'm just trying to tell you, don't fight the authority. And when you learn that, then when you get in church, then you'll learn there's certain authorities because there's people that's like, I don't know what they've gone through in their life. I'm not here to, to try to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist and figure all that out. People have reasons for acting and doing what they do. They've been mistreated. They've been slapped around. I understand that. People are angry. But somewhere along, we have to learn that everybody's not your enemy. All authorities are not your enemy. They're not out to get you and to hurt you. God has placed some people in authority that's to help you. Like my brother that used to fight the cops all the time. He was thrown in jail. I got just an outlaw black sheep brother. And my older brother was talking to him. He said, now, Peanut, his nickname was Peanut. Now, Peanut, now when the cop stops you, this is years ago. This didn't just start. He said, all you can say, of course, Peanut was witty. I mean, and that's what got him in trouble. He was bright. He was smart. He didn't use it for anything beneficial, but he was always in trouble. Had a lot of buddies, had a lot of following. He said, now, when they stop you, here's what you say. You tell the cop, yes, sir, and no, sir. That's your answer. And, of course, Peanut spoke up and said, kind, sir. Thank you, sir, you know. He just went on with a whole list of stuff, you know. You know, like, oh, they said so it was just ridiculous to him because he hated them so bad because they caught him doing stuff he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> so they became his enemy. I thank God for his authority. Let's not mistake the devil and the world and all of this, amen, for God's authority. Hallelujah. So what we have to learn how to do, amen, it's submit. submission sometimes is the best way to go. Hallelujah. If you, want to, if you want God to fight for you and God to move in and bless you, amen, then you learn how to submit. Learn what it means. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Paul didn't have everything his way. He had to go through some unpleasant situations. There is a list of things that Paul said that he had to go through. He learned to deal with it, and he kept his faith in spite of it. 
You just don't have to fight everybody and argue with everybody that comes by. Amen. Let me point out something that I believe will be a tremendous help to all of us. Amen. It's, it's, it's recognizing our human limitations. I can just do so much, and that's all I can do. And when we get to the, 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 the brick wall and we get to the end of the road and, and there's no place else to turn, and no, then we have to depend upon God. That's why that I'm just leery of people who have always have it together. They've always got the answer. They always, and they never, they, there's no need for them to be broken. Amen. But we are limited in power. God is not. Amen. We know some things, but God knows everything. Hallelujah. We can do a lot of things, but God can do anything. It wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be a bad idea for us to hook up with him. Amen. And we're, not all, we're never alone. He's always with us. He said, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. L- listen, think about it a moment. I'm so I talked about it earlier a little bit today, and I know I'm being scattered here. This is not one of those CDs that you'd want to buy, okay? But there's, there's something that you may can receive in this service that you may not could have got if I just preached a really nice, pretty sermon here. Amen. Listen, I have to understand that I'm lost before I can be saved. I'm wondering, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody, amen. Maybe it's nobody in this room in this case. Maybe you know somebody, though, a neighbor. It might help you be a witness. Listen, there are people walking around. They don't know that they're lost. You know, the prodigal son, you take those, you take those parables, that prodigal son, he left home because he wanted his inheritance right then. Give me my, that's a that's typical selfishness, amen. He, t- he took his inheritance, but see, by law, uh, tradition at least, that that prodigal son, he had an inheritance coming, but it was after his father moved off the scene. That's when you get your inheritance. But, but he was selfish. He wanted his now. And he took the money, he took what he got, and he went and he squandered it, amen, on riotous living, amen. He ended up in the pig pen, but the Bible said he came to himself. Now, he understood that he was lost, and he said, I'm going to make my way back to my father's house because the servants in my father's house are doing better than I'm doing. So he began to make his way back. Now, see, he came to himself. But think about the coins that was lost. Same chapter, amen, the coins that was lost. Amen, the woman lost the coins. It was in her dowry, and she, and she took a lamp, and she began. But the coin, think about it. The coin is not a person. The coin didn't know it was lost. The coin was lost in the house. What does that refer to? That refers refers to actually church folks, the church house, amen, the church family. There are folks who are good people. It's kind of like the rich young ruler. You know, know, I've kept the law from my youth up. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not bear false witness, shall not come, oh, I've done done that, I've got that. Sell all that you have. What are you talking about? I'm talking about getting down where the rubber meets. That's what Jesus did. He He just went, he just skipped a whole bunch of stuff and went right for the juggler. Sell it all. You know what? I've always had this theory about this. You know, God doesn't want your money, doesn't need your money. You know, he owns everything. Heaven's his throne. The earth is his footstool. It is a test. I said it is a test if we could just think a little bit. If that young ruler had said, Lord, you just wait here. I got to go to the bank. 
and I'm going to get all my money out and bring it right. You know what I feel like God would have done? He'd say, no, 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 I don't want it. I just want to see if you'd do it. But see, we're so afraid. There's a little spirit of selfishness that we're like, oh, we want to get this because, you know, hey, we don't want somebody else to get it. But, but we, hurt, we hurt ourselves by doing that. If we would give it to God, it is a test. Hallelujah. Amen. But that coin, that coin didn't know he was lost. It's a coin, a piece of silver. But, but that woman searched, called her friends to help her search. It was in the house. Wouldn't it be sad to come to services like we worship like we have, preaching and teaching like we have, amen, prayer like we have, and somebody be picking, and choosing, and, well, I don't like this, I don't like that. We could be in the house and be lost and not know that we're lost. Just, just a thought. Hallelujah. My wife's mom, sadly, she's got dementia and maybe a little Alzheimer's. I'm not really sure. Sweet, 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 sweet lady. But she thinks she don't ever forget anything. I'm like, hmm. You don't argue with her. But, I mean, I just kind of threw out, the, you, you, don't, you know, she knows everything, never forgets anything. However, we see all kind of gaps and stuff that she forgot. It's, listen, nobody knows everything. Nobody remembers everything. And when you start thinking you do, you're already in trouble. <laughs> we need help. Amen. Hallelujah. So to do that, you just submit, you humble. Amen. There's a possibility that I was wrong. We hate to do that. No, no, that's what you have to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know where I'm going today. But you got to know that you're lost first before you can get saved. remember the night Brother Green I remember that night Amen It shook me It stirred me I'm not a crier Not a weeper Amen But I wept that night In repentance Just It's like the It's like the old song Something got a hold of me It, it was more than Two or three goosebumps I felt that I felt that In the denominational church My brother Some sweet nice folks used to pick us up for church my parents were backslidden but I remember going to that church and the songs and they would sing and the worship and the preaching and I would feel the presence of the Lord but, but that's as far as it'd go they wouldn't allow you to do anything else but I remember that little Pentecostal prayer meeting amen the preacher was preaching and I remember something came over me this is, this is these people that just kind of like, oh, I want to get the Holy Ghost, and I want to get, but we, you know, we just, no, 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 no. You have to be broken. Something has to get a hold of you. I can't wait. Amen. Tomorrow's too late. Amen. I got to have it now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to push my way through. I'm going to pray my way through. I'm going to believe my way through. I'm not God. You, I'm going to just be like Jacob of old. I'm not going to let you go until you. Listen, sometimes we depend on God, but once in a while we just take a stand on our own. God, I'm not letting go. 
That's what God said in the form of an angel. Let me go in that wrestling match with Jacob of old. Amen. And Jacob said, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. I want a Jacob spirit to get a hold of some of us. Hallelujah. Amen. The moving of the Holy Ghost. Nothing like it. Amen. Listen, you can't preach good enough to take the place, amen, of a move of the Spirit. As well as the singing. Y'all are doing great up here. I have no complaints. Just, just fantastic. Amen. But you can't sing good enough to take the, the place. And that kind of helps the move of the Spirit. Gets us in the mood. But you can't sing good enough, amen, to replace a moving of the Holy Ghost that gets in people's heart and gets in our gut and we can't get rid of it. We have to have it. In fact, in fact, we're addicted to it. We go a service or two and somebody doesn't get the Holy Ghost and somebody doesn't get baptized. Amen. And somebody doesn't shout and speak in tongues. I get a little bit, of, I get a little worried about it. People, you know, I, I want to see people get out of control. I said it last week. Listen, we preach Amen. To, pe- to get to the people to the point where people will disturb and hinder the service. And, 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 and listen, I don't mind being shut down when I, listen, if I got something that I feel like I have to say, listen, we'll just move you in the back room and let you continue. Otherwise, we'll just stop and we'll all pray with you. Amen. And we'll shout with you and weep with you. Just let the move of the Lord have its free course in this place. But but you have to realize something. I can't do this by myself. I I know I'm lost. I know that I'm in need. So I'm having I, I'm I'm having to trust God and believe God. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, there has to be a valley before there can be a mountain. People are always on the mountaintop, always feeling good. I worry about people like that. Amen. There has to be a rain cloud before there can be a rainbow. Some folks just all rainbows all the time. Let me get off on. Let me get on something here just a minute. Brother Brother Bryant got this started, and I began to think about it. Uh, we ought to expect as Pentecostal Holy Ghost Christians, we ought to expect the supernatural, amen, to jolt us, to shake us, to move us. I said we ought to expect it. We ought to look forward to it. We ought to pray for it and ask God for it. That's what moves people. Otherwise, listen, little rifts that may come here between you and somebody in the church, somebody on the next pew, somebody you don't like, they don't like, you know, that, that's just human nature. That just happened. It doesn't matter. You can't get enough Holy Ghost without to stop that, okay? But you need something to overpower that. You, you need something. Otherwise, otherwise, that's why people go to another church somewhere. They just go down the road and they just find the next place where the preacher's cool and nice and makes them laugh and, and he's friendly and the church is friendly and they have programs to do, take care of all of that. Amen. And you just, so the next church will do it, no matter what they preach. I'll just go, there. why? Because they're nice. We had one lady, you know, I baptized her in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, years and years ago. But she was going to church because she got a little girl and she said, they have good programs at that church. I'm like, programs? It was just good program. They had good Sunday school, they had good youth program. I'm happy for all that, and we can always improve on ours. But listen, you can't get past the truth, and you can't get past an experience with God in places that don't allow an experience with God. And I'll just tell you like I am. I can't go somewhere. I cannot. 
that doesn't preach the truth of God's Word. And y'all know what we're talking about. Amen. I already said it. One God, apostolic, Jesus' name, Holy Ghost. Amen. Just like the book of Acts, that's the history of the church. That's where it all started. That's where you go. And we've moved from that, and we moved quite a ways from that. And so to find out what the church is supposed to be, you go back to the book of Acts. There's folks, listen, there's whole denominations. We've asked them before, what do you all do with the book of Acts? Because we see they don't do anything, you know, that the book of Acts says. They say, oh, we, do. we don't even go there. Don't go there? I'm talking about whole organizations that don't go there. That's the history of the church. They tell you how to get the Holy Ghost. They tell you how to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And by the way, in the original, that word remission means for forgiveness of sins. Everybody wants forgiveness. Amen. It tells you right in there, Acts 2, how to do that. And, and whole denominations skip the whole book of Acts. Brother Rob, well, I can't go to a church like that. Well, what caused that? Something got a hold of me. Something got a hold of me. It was a supernatural move of God. Hallelujah. Listen, I, I, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. I'm, just, I'm not going to preach too much longer. That's the plan is to, to you know, let us just worship a little bit more. Um, I think that there are goofy so-called Christian people who just spiritualize everything. I mean, you, the Spirit has to speak to you. To, to some people, they turn the light on if it's dark. The Spirit told me to turn it. No, no, I saw it was dark, and I didn't. Spirit didn't say anything. I just turned the light on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Just, ooh, the Spirit spoke to me. It's, ah, shut up. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, I think we as Christians, we ought to, like, look diligently for spiritual things that are taking place among us. I don't think we ought to be just so far out like, you know, oh, you know, you know. but at the same time, there are things. I feel like God's doing things, Brother Jason, right in front of us, but our human nature and our carnal mind, we don't want anybody to talk about us, you know, oh, there's, there's holy rollers, there they go again. No, 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 I, I, I think that we ought to be looking. And Sister Melissa, I'm going to tell this story about you and Chad praying. Last Sunday, when the, I didn't. And when Brother Thompson began to prophesy to us about being on our knees, it moved every one of us. It moved us. And there's no way, it was no way, he mentioned it two or three times in the prophecy about being on our knees. There was no way I was not going to get on my knees. So I knelt down right up here on the, on the platform. I said, oh, God, you know, we just, we thank you. And the every, I look back, everybody in the house was all over this place on their face. Beautiful, beautiful sight. Amen. Well, Brother Chad and Sister Melissa, I believe, was right over here. Amen. I'm not trying to make a big thing. It might have been supernatural. It may not have been. Somebody say, oh, yeah, that's your granddaughter. That's what No, no, no. No, it, I heard the story. Amen. And I want to tell it because I'm preaching about looking for things that God might be trying to get in here and get us to comprehend and understand because there's carnality and then there's spirituality. The end line, but sometimes it's hard to, you know, to tell the difference. All right, or we just kind of brush it off. And so they were in travail. They were groaning in the Holy Ghost. Well, they had Kyla right between. She was doing what mom and dad was doing, but yet it was a little different. It was like she was serious. She was like, oh, God, oh. See, that's, a, that's another dimension of prayer that you move in called intercessory prayer. Amen. And, and so Sister Melissa said, Kyla, do you want the Holy Ghost? Do you? 
would you like to have Jesus live in your heart? Well, she was squinching her eyes, looking up toward the front like it was bright, like it was really, really bright. She was squinching her eyes. Amen. And she said, she asked, do you want God to live in your heart? She said, well, there's Jesus, or Jesus to live in. She said, there's Jesus right up there. And she said, where? You know, I know how Melissa is. She's got to know the details. She said, where? And, he, and she said, right behind Pop Pop. Now, the Bible talked about, you know, sucklings and babes. You know, you know why they do that? You know why God said that? He said, suffer not or allow. He said, allow the little children to come unto me. You know why? that? Because they're tender. They hadn't been beat up like we have. They don't have their guards up. and they don't, They're not like, oh, distrusting. No, they trust everybody. Amen. So God will move in that tender little heart of that little child. Amen. That's why he said, allow them to come unto me for such is the kingdom of God. Amen. So, Sister Debbie, sometimes God will move, and we don't even see it. But a little baby, a little child. Amen. Sister Gregory. Amen. So there he is right there. There's Jesus. Hey, and then Wednesday night we came back. Amen. And she's trying to get her to pray. And Kyla said, well, well he's not here. <laughs> they just tell it like it is. They just tell it like it is. All right. <laughs> you know, listen, folks, let's all stand together. Hallelujah. Boy, I've made a mess out of this sermon. Hallelujah. I like Brother Cornwell said, I preached right before him one time. I preached his sermon. That was at a dedication service or an anniversary service. He came up behind me and said, then you butchered my sermon. <laughs> I probably did compared to his preaching. Amen. Let's clap our hands to the Lord right now. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got a whole rest of the sermon that I'm not going to preach to you. But, folks, let me tell you something. Cloudy days, ugly days, bad days, they put us in a place, amen, that we're more apt to trust God, amen. And not only that, amen, it's the cloudy days that you see the rainbow. Remember the sun may be out part of that, but, but that's when you see the rainbows. Hallelujah. The, these valley situations, and amen, they, they help us to realize our human limitations and our weaknesses. And so that's what we need. None of us have it all together. Amen. We all need God. Amen. And I, I just emphasize this. I don't want to just hammer this home a little bit. Amen. Do not settle for business as usual in your own life. Amen. Keep looking for something more. Keep Listen, you haven't got all of God yet. And maybe a few people that think they do, but that's a problem there, okay? You've not seen all that God can do and all that he wants to do. Amen. And so you just keep believing God. I, I want something to get a hold of us. I want it to shake us, stir us, move us. Amen. You talk about a witness to our community. Amen. You know what? There's folks in other denominations, people with no denomination. You know what? When they see and feel the presence, they'll recognize it's different. They'll see the difference. Amen. When you get a hold of God and let God get a hold of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're limited in so many ways. Amen. Our intellect, our wisdom. Amen. We're limited in our power to love. Amen. But that's where that's where the Lord comes in. Hallelujah. I can just love you so much. But when the presence of the Lord comes, hallelujah. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. 
Amen. People who don't don't like each other. Amen. Just don't like them. But when the Spirit of the Lord comes, I see people, you know, you, the person just looks different to you now. Something happened. I don't. I know what happened. The Lord got involved. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Got to quit. Got to quit. Hallelujah. Just feel like worshiping Him today. Just feel like loving Him. Kind of feel like Dottie Rambo. Amen. Lord, I don't. I'm not. I didn't come today to ask you for anything, but I just came to talk to you, Lord. That's the kind of relationship. Somebody called me the other day, and you know, you see the name come up, and I'm like, "Well, she wants something." My wife said, "Why?" Because she never calls me unless she does want something. I hate, I hate that. But then there's some folks, Brother Smith, that call, and I'm like, "Whoa, so and so's calling me." They call me because they like me. They call me because I'm who I am. Isn't that fantastic? That's what you want. And, and you know, not that God would turn us away and ever do anything harmful or hurt us. And, you know, if he possibly can, he wants to help us. But we're always going to him like, oh, God, I need this. We got a list of stuff like a grocery list. Wouldn't it be awesome? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be wonderful to God if we just said, God, I, I just came to talk to you? Why? Because you're my friend. You're the one who never lets me down. You believe in me, God, when everybody else is turned against me. When I have no friends, amen, God, you're always there. Hallelujah. I just came to talk to you, God. Oh, it's just fun. It's just, it's just such pleasure. to. I have a few friends. In fact, I have a lot of friends. But I have a few friends I can kick my shoes off and Amen. Wiggle my toes in the carpet and, you know, just kick back and be myself. And we can laugh and we can ha ha. And hey, just, we can just be ourselves. That's a friend. That's a friend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's how Jesus is. He knows us from top to bottom, knows all of our flaws, all of our mistakes, knows our background, knows what hypocrites we all are. But he still loves us anyway, and he believes in us. Hallelujah. He believes in us. Oh, God, thank you today. Thank you today, Lord, for your wonderful people. Thank you, Jesus, for your hand being upon us. Thank you for your anointing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we commune with you today in the spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glad you're here, Lord. Glad you're here. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for releasing your blessings upon us, your mercy, your goodness, your long-suffering, your forgiveness. In Jesus' name. God, you know we need it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for placing your hand upon each one of us protecting us, keeping us, guiding us. Hallelujah. Y'all sing. Go ahead and sing. Hallelujah. We're just going to worship a little while before we get out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, invite his presence into your spirit, into your heart. And just invite him in, in the name of Jesus. You're welcome in here, Lord. Oh, you're welcome. 
Faithfulness, 
still in your hands This is my confidence You never failed me You never failed me yet I'll never fail me yet And I'll never forget Cause you baptismal service. Amen. We're going to worship just a little bit more. Amen. Hallelujah. I always, we always take this opportunity to always ask in case, just in case there's someone else who's never been baptized 
in water in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. We'll just add you to the list. we got extra robes back here. Amen. Even if it's unplanned, I like to plan it. Amen. But if you want to get baptized, we'll just put you in that water. And don't worry, we always get every, We've never lost one yet. We always get them back up, all right, in case you're afraid of the water. We're going to worship just a little bit more here while they're getting ready. God bless. Hallelujah. Amen. Every hill is not one to die on. Every hill. You've heard us preach it, teach it. Amen. But there are some hills to die on. Amen. And this is one of them. Amen. You cannot, you cannot find a plan of salvation. That's what we're all interested in. I'm hoping when I first came to church, I didn't come so I could get a raise on my job and have a lot more friends and influence people and it was a whole different thing. They, I found out according to the word of the Lord, I was lost. And so uh, in order to change that situation where I could be saved, uh, that's why I came to church and obeyed what the preacher told me to do. I had to repent of my sins and simply ask God forgiveness. And then be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. It's very specific, very clear. It's not hidden. You know, 
it's not it's not hard to understand be baptized in water or immersed in water it's a type of a watery grave amen for the remission of those sins in the name of Jesus Christ and that way that's the beginning of course then you shall be filled or you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit listen that my friend ladies and gentlemen is a hill to die on we may get a little stronger in this area we may get, get a little loose in this area we may bend a little bit here and there but this is not one of those places we're going to bend alright and so this is what the church is built upon this is the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone just so you know this this is not a sign that we're going to get baptized where we can join the church alright all kinds of man made ideas and, and theories about this amen this is where Jaden's sins can be forgiven amen amen and we can go back and do a little study on that and show you all kind of places where water amen water is involved amen in the plan of salvation amen brother Jerry if you're ready amen we'll just put Jaden I'm saying that right amen brother Jaden amen upon the profession of your faith and in obedience to the great word of the Lord we now baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of all of your sins. Hallelujah. We ought to worship the Lord. We ought to worship the Lord. Hallelujah.
working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Some way Who you 